0: Hi, my name is Leah. I am one of the hosts of Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast, and I would like to apologize for not having posted this episode last week. However, the rest of the episodes to come should go up as scheduled. Thank you for understanding.
1: Welcome
0: to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah.
1: And I'm your host, Adicia.
0: And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. We are in anime and we we are watching the obsession that has been spoken about probably equal (laughs) amounts to Ben Platt on this podcast. (laughs) And that is Prince of Egypt
1: brought to us by Odysseus. Listen, people have formative things. They have things that are important from their childhood and this is one of those pillars for me i will die on this
0: (laughs) that's fair um i mean yep what is your history with it i know you have one obviously okay
1: so (laughs) so, (laughs) um it's it's not a complex history is the thing it's literally i had it on vhs and the vhs got worn down because i would watch it so frequently because there were there are a few shows that i watched frequently animated mm-hmm. it was little mermaid line king to the simba's pride um <laughs> and el dorado but also prince of egypt i also had joseph king of dreams but that one is not quite like it has some good songs but it's like it's from Dreamworks and it's the same kind of animation but it's just it's sure. not like Prince of Egypt is it so okay. <laughs> <laughs> but right. yeah no i think i don't know there's something particularly special about the animation and how it parts of it not all of it but parts of it have held up Mm-hmm. for many years, like there are some scenes in that movie that are still like mind blowing. Like still what how did yeah. you how? Yeah. But but yes, you see I'm talking about it so much already. How how about you? What's your history with this?
0: I did not have one. Um hmm. I'm pretty sure moment. Yeah, I <laughs> well, what happened was i didn't have one and then like you mentioned it at one point on the podcast and i was like oh i've never seen it and you're like well i'm gonna force you to watch it and um (laughs) you did um could be helped (laughs) um yeah i enjoyed it and then we watched um the west end show and that was amazing so i have just as much history with that as i do with the animated film itself um yeah. outside of having rewatched it for now so yeah that's my history <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this movie came out what year did this movie come out i should have looked at this before i well, remember the
0: 1997 plot 1997 or
1: some shit 98 so very close, wow. very close. um but yes, also we're we're gonna briefly mention that many, even though all of the characters are Egyptian, the voice actors are not. But you know, it was still the '90s, and people weren't paying that close attention. Also, Ramesses is English, so yeah. It's, it's
0: very weird, I've, like almost nobody else is, um, and I, I don't know, I appreciate that for some reason, because it's just like, why the fuck did they not just, you know, but I guess they wanted the gravitas.
1: I suppose, or, he has yeah. a very uh, RP accent, and so does his son, but I guess it's meant to show like royalty versus, co- I don't know, I really don't know
0: yeah um, and like and then like moses is like american but that kind of american that's still like toxic like, brother and like, that <laughs> kind of thing and you're like okay <laughs> chill out
1: but yeah i think i think it's i think it's meant to illustrate you like he grew up like sort of still like he's still sort of but not really mm-hmm. um but I, I suspect that's getting ahead of itself so
0: yeah i'm like i was about to be like th- i don't know if they thought as much as About it as we are right in
1: this (laughs) moment. But yeah. Oh boy. I, okay. So, Prince of Egypt, Prince of Egypt opens on the Deliver Us sequence, which Mm -hmm. in the musical is a whole thing. It is a whole thing. It feels like like it is seven hours.
0: (laughs) <laughs> it's like a 7 hour song. I love it. It's just
1: I I adore it. Like watching yeah. it in the musical, I felt like I was going to cry because everyone was just on stage and doing the most and they were rolling and they were the ocean and I
0: cried. I did. Like at the end of that song, like when they did like the final final deliver us with the harmonies and everything and I was just like Yeah. Oh, oh my god it's so intense and so many voices and wow anyway but even I mean even in the animated um, film like I still felt that sort of grandness yeah when it with deliver us it still felt very big and very important and like Mm
1: -hmm.
0: harmonies and shit like but something you don't know about me people is that harmonies make me cry if they're very very good <laughs> like I genuinely I discovered this about myself very recently where like when a harmony is just too good like I'm in tears I'm like oh my god that's so beautiful <laughs> so I, <yeah. laughs>
1: I, I, I feel most comfort when there are like harmonies into like sevenths but mm. um, yeah so Stephen Schwartz composer, mm. lyricist working with Hans Zimmer
0: Mm-hmm. It, this is it our second master- Stephen Shorts um, musical <laughs> based on a part of the Bible.
1: That is, this is, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, this is so. very true. Through the Deliverer sequence, um, we get the story of how the Jews are being oppressed uh, in Egypt by the Egyptians. Um, they are slaves. Uh, Yohebid, Miriam, and what is the brother's name? Aaron. I was about to say (laughs) Alistair, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Aaron are trying to hide baby Moses as the guards go through and start to kill um, all of the babies because the Jews are numbering too many. So they go down to the river and we get the river lullaby which forms a motif that is played throughout um mm. the movie uh mm. but it's sung by you i don't da da know if you want to. <laughs>
0: yes <et cetera>.
1: um <laughs> and then Moses is swept down the river where he encounters crocodiles and hippopotami and the random oars of passing boats until he arrives to where the pharaoh's wife and young Ramesses, who will become his brother, um, are playing. And she picks Moses up and decides that his name will be Moses and he will become Ramesses' brother and deliver us <laughs> ends. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a whole sequence, and yeah. then we smash cut to a, a number of years later, possibly twenty or so. Um, but sure, yeah, see he seems like who, in
0: his early twenties, probably.
1: Yeah, Moses. So we rather. see,
0: yeah,
1: we see Moses and Ramesses are uh, playing now. But playing in the sense of causing havoc through the streets of <laughs> streets they're of so Egypt. Chaotic. <laughs> god.
0: So chaotic! It, oh my god! <laughs> and they're just like they don't care, and like that's privilege, obviously. And mm-hmm. like, but like at this, I was just like, wow, they're just—they're like, yeah, we're destroying all of Egypt. It's fine. Mm.
1: But <laughs> so. They get into a bit of trouble after their horse race, which has a song in the musical. But I mean, I think if we start comparing this... the musical and the yeah, movie, I'll I will not finish. Forever. I will not finish. So, <laughs> but
0: I think that the song in the musical uses whatever underscores happening here yeah, part of it. It sounded very familiar.
1: Yeah, I I think so. I think I didn't recognize it at the time. But mm-hmm. I, I, I do agree. Still, um, after that, they are brought up to Pharaoh Seti, who is Ramesses' father, Moses' father. Um, and Ramesses particularly gets scolded because he is the next in line for the throne. So he, um, as they destroy the temple, is the one that bears the brunt of responsibility, even though... Moses is trying to tell him that um, it's mainly his fault because he egged Ramesses on. Um, Seti calls Ramesses a weak link, uh, which i'm mentioning because it comes back later in the movie and it upsets him greatly. Moses tries to argue on Ramesses' behalf that maybe he just needs an opportunity to be what Seti um, thinks he should become uh and you you get to see a bit more of Moses and Ramesses' relationship. They seem to be fairly close brothers. Uh they <laughs> Moses knows where Ramesses is gonna go to sulk, so he goes there, even though he's already plotting his next scheme which um, encompasses pouring wine onto <laughs> Hotep and Hoy, uh, who are the priests. Uh the high priests. I think sure. in Egypt there is a ceremony that is happening later that evening which they are late for Moses and Ramesses and when they arrive they find that Ramesses has been named Prince Regent and mm-hmm. as uh, Ramesses first act he names Moses oh,
0: about that part with the white. sorry I had a thought when that was happening because like yes so at this time, they're kind of bickering—not really like fighting or anything. It's like mm-hmm. Moses being like, eh, "Whatever, chill," and Ramesses being like, "Yeah, you can. You have the oppor- like you have the freedom to do that." However, I get in trouble if I participate. Yeah. And then you know, then Moses pours the wine and then hides, and Ramesses gets the brunt of that. And then is like, well, you might as well do it now, Ramses, now that they already think you're doing it. And then he gives it, and then Ramses gives in. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> Moses, I mean, obviously he has great, like, um, character development, but oh my mm-hmm. God, I hate him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow I- but I think it's it's meant to show like he didn't have any significant responsibility before, sure, so he 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 was afforded the opportunity to act however he wanted. He was a petulant little boy, um adult man boy mm-hmm. uh, so he he could afford to act that way because there were there were next to no repercussions like there were next in no, a they destroyed a temple, and all yeah. they did was get yelled at like there's yep. no there's no repercussions yep. so i mean
0: except for rameses who's like meant to be next in line and he does get like not necessarily punished but like yelled at for it and like made to feel lesser than because of mm-hmm. it and like i don't know part of me is like one he doesn't own up to his own responsibilities of of his like of the actions that he's, you know, obviously taking whilst with um Moses. But two, he's not like saying no to Moses. Like mm-hmm. fucking say no, dude. You're the older <laughs> brother. Like get it together, man. Anyway, yes, you were saying. Um
1: Party. party. Uh Party, yes. <laughs> yes, and Moses gets named um, what was it chief architect so yeah. now they both have responsibility royal chief architect yes now they both have responsibility so in the in the midst of this um, in order to honor Ramesses um, Seti tells Hotep and Hoy to perform something or do something and they bring out the Midian girl Zipporah who is basically someone, that, they literally just captured someone from the desert and brought her there. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Because that's normal. Um, because
0: they can do it.
1: But yes, Zipporah is having none of it. And so she, she proceeds to bite Rameses and struggle with her ropes um, against Moses she falls into the water and I just love how Moses's um, mother looks at him or rather does not look at him afterwards and he feels into like she doesn't say much in this movie Mm. she gets part of a song um, and a few words otherwise but she just she's so regal but you can tell that she's gentle with them as well without her saying much I, I like her, I wish there was more of her, but mm. there's, women don't, women are not at the forefront of this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. They they I really mean, they're aren't. they're there and they occasionally facilitate things, but mm-hmm. otherwise, yeah, nothing. They they serve as catalysts.
1: Yeah. Uh, Zipporah gets taken to Moses' room Moses, feeling remorseful I guess, from whatever was on his face um, goes to the room and I think he's going to apologize but instead finds one of the attendants uh, wrapped up and and his dogs (laughs) also wrapped up and she has escaped through the window and is uh, trying to lead a camel out of the gate. He spots her but instead of uh, outing her to the guards, instead calls the guards over to him so that they can go up to the room so she can escape. Um, but I think it's more of a curiosity to him rather than like yeah. actively doing it because it's a good thing. He's just like, oh, this is. Oh interesting. yeah, he's just. Where wondering are you going? What, what,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's definitely just like, oh, this is yeah. Like you said, interesting. Like what what's going on? Let's follow this and see how far it goes.
1: Yeah, it's, it's literally just a moment of entertainment for him. It's, he's not doing it out of the good of his heart. Yeah. Um, but he follows her um, through into the, I guess, slave district, uh, where he spots her getting water from a woman um, and a man who turned out to be Miriam and Aaron, now grown. And she goes off into the desert. He's watching her, not paying attention, not even realizing that Miriam has spotted him uh, and is thoroughly distracted to the point that she breaks her pot um, at his feet and is delighted to see him, but he has no idea because um, no, no one in baby? his... Fi- yeah. He was a baby and also no one has told him that he was not their son. <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, so and Miriam... like,
0: like, oh, Moses, I knew you'd come back like, to deliver us, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, you're our brother. And he's like, okay, Kuki, like, relax. <laughs> and Aaron's like, shut up. <laughs>
1: Aaron's like trying his best. He's like, oh no, please don't pay attention to her. She's sick. She doesn't know what she's saying. I, please don't punish us. Don't kill her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um...
1: But Miriam gets too close to him, I think she says, she says something that he is a slave and he grabs her by the arm and throws her down and she begins to sing the lullaby that their mother sang, which I guess Moses remembers somewhere in the back of his mind, which would be fair, I think, because I'm pretty sure that getting put on uh in a basket on a river is even if you don't remember that it would it would it would it would lock something in your mind of of the event like it wouldn't you wouldn't remember the event but it would be significant enough that your neural pathways went okay so this forever it's going in the forever palace <laughs>
0: I mean, that's fair, because, like, it is a trope and stuff where, like, um, a character hears a lullaby when they're a baby, and then have absolutely no association with that song until, like, later in their life, and they hear it again, and it sparks something, they're like, mother, it's you, (laughs) and it's like, okay.
1: (laughs) I think the most recent thing I watched where they did that was, oh, what is the thing with the fairies on... On on Amazon, it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't. Not not
0: dark crystal, right?
1: No, not dark crystal.
0: What fairies?
1: Uh, Orlando Bloom was in it. Someone who listens to this will know, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Orlando <laughs> Bloom
0: was a fairy in something.
1: No, Orlando. Well, he was. He was. A, that's a spoiler. Um, Cara Delevingne was also in it.
0: Oh, Carnival Row
1: there we go <laughs> i don't orlando bloom didn't do it but Cardi levine did
0: i mean it's the combination of them because like Ugh. i was starting to su- suspect that that's what you meant but like yeah. also i was like i have no actual evidence of this because i've never watched it so
1: mm-hmm.
0: anyway so they use that trope
1: yeah His mother was a singer and would come to his window and like sing to him. But he was like, he wasn't a baby though. He was a young child, but he didn't remember. He just remembered the song. Um, So, but I only brought that up because (laughs) we're talking about the truth. Yeah. Still. So Moses is thoroughly surprised and confused and goes running through... (laughs) Egypt knocks over an old. It's like (laughs) it's (laughs) melodramatic. It's like very like
0: (gasps) like I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he knocks over an old man in the process. Does not stop until he gets home. Um, Mm -hmm. Then he is in the palace, and we get the song uh, "All I Ever Wanted." all I ever wanted. That's that, all that I one. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the one. Um, yep. But he is he, he's, at his, he's going through um, the different things that make him who he is, um, make his life what it is. And then he starts he, he falls asleep and suddenly he is part of the hieroglyphs in one of the greatest animation sequences. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He is now part of the hieroglyphs and he suddenly has knowledge. I think it's combined knowledge with what Miriam told him versus what he's seen living there but never thought of Mm -hmm. like too much. So I, I think it's like walking past a painting every day for your life but not having any context for the painting until someone tells you like the paint like the eyes are painted with blood or something and then you can never <laughs> look at the painting the it. same way again. Yeah. Um Yeah. I, I think it's like that. So he has he he's he's dreaming about what Miriam told him and he's also like remembering this image and he goes it, it basically goes through the deliverer sequence but in hieroglyphic mode <laughs> like yeah, in, in, in a different filter <laughs> and so, um, but then we also find out what happens at the end of that sequence that wasn't Moses' journey wherein that they just threw like they killed the babies and threw them to the crocodiles Yeah. Um, so he wakes up and immediately goes on a hunt for this image because it's now in his mind and he finds it in the back again on some darkened wall in the back Seti comes up to him and is basically like uh, well I say basically he says exactly (laughs) Um, sacrifices must be made Uh, yeah for 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 things and that as I said before the Jewish people were growing too many and so he had to cull them basically. And yeah. he Moses gets disturbed but Seti thinks it's for a different reason because he comforts him saying they were only slaves. And Moses is like in in in, in a scene that will become a meme, he shakes his head and backs away into the dark. <laughs> Um, yeah,
0: again, the melodrama. I love it.
1: It's it's an hour and a half movie. It deserves melodrama. <laughs> uh, so, Moses, not knowing how to cope, we just cut to the next day, uh, where he is now looking at the slaves and knowing... Well, actually, I kind of skipped because he goes to... Um, the riverside where he was found. And his mother comes up to, what is it, Queen Tuya, there we go. Queen Tuya comes up to him and we basically get a reprise of All I Ever Wanted, where she's basically saying, um, he was a gift from the gods, so she didn't ask questions, and now he needs to forget about it because this is his life now, and just be happy with what he has. Mm. And it spins in his Mm -hmm. mind for until the next scene. (laughs) Um, Because he seems to try to go along with what his mother says and just go on with life. But now he's,
0: like, just realized how much privilege he has and how... Yes. Like terribly everybody else is being treated Mm -hmm. and yeah and you can see it register that like oh we're (laughs) the bad people (laughs) got it
1: so rameses is happy with his new position because he's now in charge of all of the temples So he's planning to make a bigger, more supreme temple than anything and tries to tell Moses about this. But Moses is distracted by the fact that a man is being whipped um, up on a scaffolding and Miriam and Aaron are also up there and Miriam looks like she's going to get herself in trouble. So he runs up trying to interrupt um, the situation and ends up struggling with the guard, pushes him off of the scaffolding. He falls to his death because yes accidentally still pushes him off to his death um yes. he moses is now horrified by what he's done um and the possible ramifications of that um and he runs he's he's had a bad few days so <laughs> he runs and rameses tries to catch him and be like wait what's wrong uh Moses is having none of it and continues to run. So Ramesses takes a moment to grab his horse and cart and chase after his brother. Um, cuts him off on the bridge leading out into the desert. And they have a conversation which basically entails of Ramesses saying, he can I fix am the morning mi-
0: sun! And, <laughs> and whatever. I'm like, oh my god, shut up. Um, but yeah, he's like, I I can say... If I say it didn't
1: happen then it didn't happen. I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah, he he's basically doing the privileged thing. It just reminds me so much now of um everyone was paid to make their problems go away. Um but Oh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh but Moses is just Ramesses. you don't understand. I you don't know go ask the man i once called father drama um (laughs) and ramesses is so confused and i feel so bad for him at this moment no moment forward but at this moment because he's genuinely just confused he just witnessed his brother kill someone and he's trying to tell him that he can fix it and moses won't listen and moses is now leaving and in a flash after he's been given this great appointment um, of Prince Regent he's about to lose his his brother, his confidant, his best friend right, to the yeah. desert. Okay. So I for, at this moment is when I feel bad for Ramesses. But then later sure. on, no. But here, yes.
0: Moses has run off into the desert.
1: He has. He has. Um, it it's it's basically a sequence of events where you realize that he did not think this through. Uh, <laughs> but he doesn't see to... He, he seems willing to die in the desert for all it's worth. Because he's mm-hmm. just walking. His shoe breaks. He starts to relieve himself of the trappings of an Egyptian prince. But he keeps the ring that Ramesses gave him. I think specifically because Ramesses gave it to him. Um, right. So he pretty much um, keeps going until a camel passes by him when he's like buried head up. Um, well, the camel tries to eat his hair and then he realizes that it has water so he hangs on to it and is dragged to a well a watering hole where a few, three young girls are being harassed by some guys so he sets their camels off so they have to chase after them and then he falls into a well. It turns out these three young girls were part of the tribe that Zipporah is from because Zipporah appears as they're trying to rescue the funny man from the well. Uh, upon seeing that is is Moses, she lets him fall back into the well. <laughs>
0: And then we just cut to him being in the with all of them, and I'm like, "How did they get him out? He had the rope with him, the whole rope (laughs) with him."
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 sure they worked something out.
0: Sure. I mean, obviously they (laughs) did. But yeah.
1: But yes. So, uh, Jethro, who is the leader of Midian, uh. Is basically after Moses is thoroughly scrubbed by the older Midian woman, um, welcomes him into society there among the others. He is a bit unsure about the situation, but mm-hmm. he seems to be trying to assimilate and uh, t- make do.
0: I mean, yeah, they keep calling him, like, honored guests and stuff, and he's like, like, I have not done anything to be worth honoring or whatever. And the leader's like, hey, you saved my daughter, and you saved these people. They're also his daughters. (laughs) Okay, you saved my daughter from slavery, I guess? Mm -hmm. And my other daughters from the men, and, uh... Yeah,
1: I say that's something with honoring and like, newslet, I guess. And uh, still unsure. And then we get through heaven's eyes. Like, when I was showing a friend of mine this movie, um, I, ha- I was trying to illustrate this is my favorite song, but all of them were my favorite song. So every time... <laughs> I just kept saying... Every time something would happen. Yeah, I would just be like, okay, so this is a really good song. Okay, but this is my favorite song. Okay, but this is a great song. So... <laughs> All of the songs, all of the music is wonderful. Um, cannot be touched. Um, uh, but yes, uh through heaven's eyes. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a fun
0: song.
1: Yeah. Um it's another montagey type song similar to Deliver Us where we get to see Moses' life through um this song, where he slowly begins to adapt, get used to the customs, get used to the culture. He becomes a shepherd um, for the Midian tribe. Um, he jokes around with um, the sisters. He is flirting. It's a relationship. Yeah. With <laughs> so Sephora eventually marries her. Uh, he is part of Midian now. So one day. Mm-hmm. He is looking after the flock, as you do, as you are a shepherd, and he, one of the sheep runs off, and he tries to follow it, but he ends up in a cavern system, and there's a bush that is burning, and it is the burning bush of God. Uh... (laughs)
0: I am, I am, I am the
1: I am. I am that I am. I am
0: that I am. And so on.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's essentially God telling Moses uh, that he has heard the cries of his people um, in Egypt and has decided to deliver them. And by deliver them, he means deliver Moses to them. <laughs> because mm. through him, his work shall be done. And Moses is like, no. <laughs>
0: well, he doesn't say, it. I have no qualification for this, sir. I don't know what it is that you want me to do.
1: He's like, are you sure? And then God puts the fear of God in him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the literal. Um, but uh, Moses, is, he, he basically is forced to understand that this is what's going to happen now and that he is going to be responsible with his staff um, that shall do his wonders, that he is going to be the deliverer of the slaves from Egypt. and He will tell Moses what to do and what to say when that happens. So Moses goes back to Zipporah <laughs> and is basically relaying this whole story to her and she is really just flabbergasted okay but if you go back to egypt they're gonna kill you (laughs) like this is not (laughs) Mm. (laughs) this is not fine by me but moses then tells her that her people are free they get to choose and his people don't so he has to try at least so she goes with him to egypt and he gets ushered into uh the temple proper directly and who is there pharaoh now but Ramesses? seti is gone and now the pharaoh that moses has been preparing to face is now his brother yeah like the plot very dramatic the plot the plot escalates um (laughs) So,
0: But then they see each other, and it's like, Moses, Man- <laughs> oh my god, it's been years. How are you, brother? Oh, brother, I'm great. Oh, brother, brother.
1: <laughs> and then yeah. Moses drops the bombshell that he is there to free the people from Egypt. Uh, no other reason <laughs> not to see Ramesses. He's like, he's
0: like, yeah, actually, this is a little awkward. Um, <clears throat> I'm here to... Free the Hebrew from here? I don't... I know this is, like, a really weird conflicting of, like, you know, ideas here. You want to keep them. as enslaved and everything. But, like, I would really like to free them. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason why I'm here. It's good that you're Farrah, though. Good for you.
1: (laughs) So, he performs a miracle. In that he changes his staff into a snake. And the crowd is shocked, but Ramaziz is nonplussed. And beckons over Hotep and Hoy, who are still there. And they do this whole performance of uh, playing with the big boys now.
0: all oh, right, yes. Um, the only part... Like, I keep thinking about the part where they're just naming...
1: <laughs> I don't even know what they're naming. What are they naming? They, pharaohs? They're, no, they're naming the Egyptian gods. Um ah, I see. So, by the power of so, Ra. So, yeah. Lut, Lut, Lum, Ptah. I know <laughs> <it. Yeah. laughs> I know you know it. <laughs> oh, God. God but such yes. a problem but
0: um and they sort of do like what we would call magic now yeah
1: it's 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 um, it's, it's, a, it's a giant theatrical show and they and they yeah show that they're
0: illusionists
1: they show that in how they are portrayed doing the magic it's they have spotlights coming down on them there's pyrotechnics there's sure sheets and things disappear behind the sheets and reappear there's flashes and then things appear so it's Mm -hmm. also when um, Hoi is up on a thing he's standing between some curtains and one lifts into the comedy mask and then it closes and opens into the mouth of the tragedy mask and I was like Mm -hmm. I see you I did not notice that before but I see you now I understand what that means that is Mm -hmm. slick slick theater um
0: drama I love it (laughs) dramatic it's so over the top and unnecessary and extra I love it
1: (laughs) but the snake um that Moses produced actually ends up consuming the two snakes of um Hoteb and Hoy's producement that they produced so foreshadowing uh still uh Ramesses is showing, like, we can do it too. And the crowd goes wild. Um, So he beckons Moses over to the side. And they speak again. But you can see now the difference in how they were before versus how they were after. Looking over the same area that they were stood in before moses now can only see the pain of his people whereas ramesses sees a great empire he sees um the 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 legacy of what his father left behind and what he's expected to carry on and moses just sees the strife (laughs) and suffering um Mm -hmm they are not the same people that they were it's it's difficult to tell how much time has passed but Ramesses now has yeah a
0: s- i was going to say that yeah. earlier cuz like just time passes and he's an full a full adult now and like how first of all how long was the run into the desert before the montage like how long was he in the desert before he was found one and then two, how long has he been with support and her people?
1: Well, I mean, judging from the supposed age of Ramesses' son, who looks to be about six or seven, um, we can give it that many years as an estimate. Sure. Mm. And that's enough That's enough time to change. That's enough time for a person to change. Um, yeah. They're not seeing eye to eye now, and... Moses doesn't know what to do. So I don't I don't remember specifically what he says, but he doesn't want to release the Hebrews. So um he just tells them that their workload is going to be doubled thanks to Moses. So when Moses goes out he gets mud thrown at him. Um
0: uh, Yeah, they're like, Fuck you. Thought you were here to save us.
1: <laughs> All you did was make things worse. Um Yeah he goes he he's trying to say that he did not see because he did not wish to see. And basically, Aaron calls him out for not acknowledging their suffering until he realized that he was of the same people, which is mm. an issue, a valid point, mm. very. Yeah. Um but yeah, Miriam Miriam is unhappy with Aaron's actions and it's like he is trying to help us like for all that we can't help ourselves he is actually doing something he's making waves Mm. uh so she asked Moses not to abandon them in their time of need and so Moses gets a bit uh buoyed by that so he goes down to the river and calls out to Ramesses let my people go and Ramesses says no so (laughs) um so he sort of
0: turns the water into blood yes
1: um he turns the entire river to blood really and Ramesses yeah. is confused so again asks hotep and hoy how to do this and then hoy like throws red dye into a bowl of water and i mean hotep does and i'm like
0: that's not the same consistency yeah if you just bent down Ramesses, and actually touched the river to see whether or not it was the same consistency, you would be able to tell that you are being like wool is being pulled over your eyes by your high priestesses, <laughs> and like, <laughs> like, like what priestesses? Like, oh, yeah, like come on now, get it together. Uh, anyway, you see what you want to see, etc. Like you said.
1: Yeah. So, uh rameses essentially calls it on himself um and we get possibly one of the greatest songs in this movie which is the plagues of egypt
0: oh right it's so like dark and like i love like Dark, creepy, choral music. Yeah, this is that.
1: It's just
0: ah, uh, so good.
1: And <laughs> send the pestilence and plague into your house, into your bed, into your sleep, into your sleep. Your... <laughs> Dude, it is. It's it goes so hard. It doesn't need to go as hard as it does, it, but it, it does.
0: It hits so hard. Like oh god, it's such a good song. It's such a good song. <laughs> It's
1: such a <laughs> Oh, God. Also, again, the animation that's going through. So it's it's going through um, nine of the ten plagues of Egypt. Um, the locust thing sweeping by the screen. Bread that's being eaten by, like, li- l- lights. Oh, my God. Mites. Um, <laughs> there's lice. There's the boils. The- everything is just happening so much. And then Moses is just standing. I love
0: <laughs> Yeah. Every now and again, they like cut to Moses and he's just like observing.
1: <laughs> he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't wanna. Um, one thing I would laud the musical for uh, is giving him a chance to like fully express how he's feeling when these things are happening, which we don't yeah. get to, like, he gets um, one crying scene later, but I, I appreciate the musical for that. And that's the only time I'm gonna mention the musical until we finish again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, the plagues goes hard. And at the end of it, Ramses, who's now boil-infested, is sulking in his favorite sulking space. So Moses goes there to to try and find him. And they begin talking, and Moses starts to reminisce about how Ramses um, used to uh, switch the heads on the gods And Ramesses chimes in about how Moses was there with him doing the same things they were once something that they no longer are. And it seems like Ramesses might be like softening a bit, but then his son appears. His son appears and Ramesses goes over and his son is like, isn't that the man who did this? And Ramesses is like, yes, but you must wonder why. And I'm like, Ramesses, you know why? He has told you many times. You're acting like you don't know this news, but it is. Let my people go. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: It's a simple request, man. Like, I get where he's coming from, because, again, he does not want to be the one weak link in the chain or whatever. Yeah. And, like, to really, like, to give. Uh, um, give away his power over these people is like a thing where like I mean it's not been done there's no like there's no contingency for something like this and so I can see to an extent where he's coming from where he's like I you know as a person with privilege la 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 like how do I like just do an, the unheard of, right? But at the same time, he's not even trying to consider that. Like he's not even trying to like figure out a way around this where he can let them go, or he can, I don't know, pay them <laughs> um, or something like that, so like they're not slaves anymore. Like there's like he could have found a way out of this during the plagues. Like, as these things were happening, he could have been like, okay, listen, my man is serious here. He told me what's gonna happen, it's happening. (laughs) (laughs) I need to do something, otherwise we're fucking screwed. But he doesn't do that. And so, like, I can't extend my sympathy any further. Yeah.
1: So, um, Moses now, after Ramesses makes the threat that his father had the right idea and he's going to do to them what Seti did to them again and basically like um, cause a great culling and basically say um, that there will be a great cry that goes up through Egypt unlike any other so I guess God heard because God was displeased and says so like I'm gonna one up you there so <laughs> mm-hmm. uh god tells moses to tell the people um the hebrews to paint uh the lintel posts with blood of a lamb and he will pass by he will pass over rather which is where passover comes from um he'll pass over those
0: there's a whole rugrats episode about
1: it. <laughs> why was um, i thinking exactly of the <laughs> rugrats episode of passover? <laughs> wow um, <laughs> But yes, so t- Passover and the plague is gonna affect the um those that without that are without, and it's gonna be the Egyptians. So I actually remember a documentary that I don't remember the documentary specifically. It was on the Discovery Channel about fifteen years ago. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay. no, I just remember that they were going through like could the plagues of Egypt potentially have happened and they were like well within a certain number of circumstances yes because um it can be a cascading effect of things where if the um the crops get infected then the animals die and so they run out of food and so food gets stored but the storage goes bad and then um if there's like an increase of flies there'll be an increase of frogs because there's more food for them and then I- if um if there is a scarcity of food then the firstborn children are going to be the one that get um more food given to them because they're more important quote unquote so if they're getting mm-hmm. fed more of the diseased food then they will die so i'm just like it's but putt- it could have potentially happened Like that, sure, um, right, but yeah, so no, yeah, the firstborns, um, the firstborns are killed by the final plague, the tenth plague, um, and Moses goes to comfort Ramesses, whose firstborn son is now dead, um, but Ramesses is. Not having it, and just wants Moses to leave and take his Hebrews with him. They're free to go now. Um, he doesn't mean it, but he says it, so because he is sure. he is aggrieved. Um, yeah. And this this is when we see Moses break down uh, over what has happened. He goes to Zipporah, who comforts him, and Miriam as well. And then we get. Um, a song that was then covered mm-hmm. by. Uh, I say covered, mm-hmm. it's in the movie, but.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's the pop version at the end, like they do with like every animated musical. Yeah. Um, but yeah. There can be miracles when you believe. When you believe. this hope is frail. It's hard to kill. It's hard to kill.
1: Yeah, it's it's really um. Also, if you if you just want to be like sent back to '90s, listen to the Mariah Carey Whitney Houston version because it is the most yeah. '90s, riff tastic thing you might ever yeah.
0: hear. Yeah. Um, so good. Um, I was re when I was rewatching it. Um, before recording um my housemates had like gone grocery shopping whatever and they came back somewhere in the middle and um alex like from the moment he came in this was like before the plagues, Mm -hmm. he was like he like saw like a just literally a millisecond (laughs) of the screen and was like there can be and i was like not yet I was like wow Uh, first of all the fact that you from like the second you looked you knew exactly what that was (laughs) was amazing
1: but yeah it has that effect it has that effect you don't forget (laughs) (laughs) um but yes uh Miriam and Zipporah end up singing uh that song and it's also part of the exodus of the Hebrews from Egypt uh if you did not catch that, I said Exodus because it's the, it's where the, it's the story from the that is the second the book, book. Anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so they're leaving, and the children are having blast. Ashira el Adonai. Um, they're going. They get to the Red Sea, and they stop to take a break. And a horn sounds, and you realize that, haha, tricked you, Ramesses is here with the guards that did not leave, um, with the Hebrews. And Ramesses is pursuing them, but God sends a pillar of fire to go in front of them, I guess, and so, um, Moses is now with this, uh, load of Hebrews, standing before them looking at him expectantly. So he has to do something and so he tries to put his faith in the Lord and puts his staff down in the ocean the ocean, the sea, and the Red Sea parts. And then the Red Sea split. The before us,
0: before <laughs> us.
1: Um but yes, so the Red Sea has parted. Aaron is actually the first to go through like having his faith revived fully um in Moses and in what is happening. He goes first and everyone starts walking through the parted Red Sea. Um they cross through seeing magnificent sights of the shadows of giant fish. I
0: mean as they basically walk the through.
1: first aquarium
0: ever. But, <laughs> yeah
1: but uh, eventually um the fire departs and rameses can now see that the sea has split before them and he's like thought i don't what and he gets angrier than he was before mm. and charges the army to give chase so they're going and now the hebrews have to rush through they see the shore on the other side and they go through but The soldiers are catching up to them and then the water starts to come down and flood over them and floods them, kills them all except for Ramesses who gets slammed onto the other side of the sea. And I was like, but I'm pretty sure of all of the. I'm sure the soldiers didn't deserve to die. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure they were only following commands. Like, sure, they were brutalistic. But you spare Ramesses, I guess, because Moses would be sad. Um Sure. <laughs> so they go up, they're now in the promised land and yeah, it it's they're basically just delighting and having fun. Um It's he's at Mount Sinai now, and then he gets the Ten Commandments. They kind of there's like a a large period of time that passes by before he gets the Ten Commandments, but they just skip over it because,
0: yeah, they're like, well, this is the next real event that happens anyway. Bye.
1: (laughs) Um, but yes, so Ten Commandments movie's over. Yeah, that was a Prince of Egypt. So, music top tier 100% nothing wrong with it whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like the combination of Steven Schwartz and Hans Zimmer for his soundtrack. I just, you know, yeah. it is unmatched. It, it is, it is some of the, be- like there are some, there's some music from animated um, stories that just is in your head. Right. Mm-hmm. This music has never left me alone. <laughs> yeah, it's n- it's never gone away. So, um, I will say for music, I'm gonna give it four point seven five. Ramses rings. Most of that is for the plagues of Egypt alone. <laughs> <laughs> Other songs, great, but mostly just the Plagues of Egypt. Um, I, how about you?
0: I really enjoy the music. Um, Stephen Schwartz knows how to write a good like choral piece, like Hunchback of Notre Dame. I'm just saying. Oh, yes, Stephen Schwartz knows. <laughs> um, so I really, really did enjoy the music. I'm pretty sure I like. All the songs, yeah. I don't. There's like no song that I was just like, ugh, like I don't want to hear this again or whatever. Like all of it's really good. Um, so I will give it. I will give it four rings because harmonies, because spectacle, because so good, so good.
1: Uh next we have story. So story I I I never know how to rate these stories. I guess I have to rate it in terms of how they chose to present it because sure. the story itself is not terribly original. There's a, a number of um dramatizations of uh the story of Exodus. There rugrats So <laughs> yeah. Uh so, you know, there's there's so many that already exist, it's difficult to, like, separate it. But I think, like, just the animation, the way that they chose to portray some of the things, <sighs> the way that they chose to build up um, Ramesses and um, Moses' relationship which it it could be it could have been like very dry it could have been like they, they just are brothers and then but they chose to like show them before show how the close they were show the breaking of the relationship show how like complex it can be when yeah. you're trying to do what you feel is right but go against your family essentially um so i'll say for story i'll give it I get this is gonna be a high rated movie for me <laughs> um, yeah I'll, I'll give it uh uh four 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 staffs four, four staffs
0: okay. all right um yeah it's a story from the bible <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know we know we, we've been around this rodeo before yeah um yeah I I appreciate the way that they adapted it the melodrama was very much appreciated um yeah I do yeah I agree with like I like how they portrayed the sort of conflict between Ramses and Moses and how you know sticky that could be um yeah that was a was decent, so I think I'm gonna give it um, like a three point five.
1: Cool, cool. And now Staffs. overall enjoyment. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like right. there's there's no other way to 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 put it. I have enjoyed, did enjoyed, will continue to enjoy this movie. Um, like I maybe one day in the future I'll look on the animation and be like but even now like with my adult eyes <laughs> it's it's not flawless it's not perfect but it's just so good and they mm. spent so much time on that water that water the mm. water <laughs> <laughs> like there's some CGI I've seen that just cannot compare to mm-hmm. the rendering and modeling that they did for that movie in 1998 <laughs> and it is 2020 <laughs> um yeah. so overall enjoyment yep. anyway yes, <laughs> mm, sorry
0: <laughs>
1: no no say so what you're going to say
0: I was saying I think we might have peaked with 2D animation around this era because like Atlantis as well is like spectacular but then oh I guess we moved on to like,
1: um, 3D animation, so, you know, yeah, yeah. um, but yes, uh, overall enjoyment, uh, 4, 4.5, 4. um, 4.5 burning bushes,
0: right, right on, um, yeah, I enjoyed it, a lot, um, I re- <laughs> I have nothing else to say. (laughs) (laughs) It was well animated, as you said. Um, I liked a lot of what they did with it. Um, Not only just the animation, like the songs. Everything, everything. Combination of all of it It was an enjoyable time. Um, So I will give it a Four. four Burning Bushes. Okay. Obsessions! These are our obsessions. Listen as we tell you now. Listen as we tell you now. Obsessions.
1: <laughs> of
0: course, <where is> yours. <laughs> oh,
1: you you went real high there. Wow. It was. Just, uh, I was
0: in the. I was in the soprano in <laughs> my head, and I just like I didn't know where else to go. I was like, okay, I'll just go there.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yes so um, not really having it's difficult to get obsessed with things at this moment because everything is closed Uh, but uh, new music is still coming out and theater is still being produced on YouTube for our viewing pleasure most recently Cats Um, it is sitting in my YouTube recommended I will be watching it even though I have seen it many times. It was another thing that I had on VHS. Um, also coming out soon is Hamilton. The filmed mm. stage version, I think. It's on Disney Plus that it's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that news broke. So that's coming soon. But yeah, I don't... I'm in a mood. I just... Mm. I've been watching other forms of theater, so I think that's why I am... I've been watching ballets and things. So right. mu- musical theater has not... But how about you? You go.
0: Um, sure. I have a couple things that I'm very excited about. Um, first and foremost, Ben Platt's special on Netflix How'd you, how'd you on manage Wednesday? to bring up Ben
1: Platt? How you managed to bring up Ben? P- it's the two things that we speak about the most still in the episode.
0: Hey, listen. It's happening this Wednesday. It's happening now. Are you kidding me? Like, it's um, a live show that he did a radio music call or whatever it's called. And I'm, like, fucking excited. Woo! And then... <laughs> um, And... I don't know, like a few episodes ago um, I was excited about a thing that the Smash people did which was like a live concert of uh, Hit List and now they're doing a live concert of Bombshell which is the one that I was like I wish they'd done that and they were doing it Um, so I'm like super 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 excited for that um, to see everybody sing all those songs again Um, live on people magazine or something people.com I don't know Um, (laughs) but yeah I'm super excited for that obviously I'm excited for Hamilton Um, but yeah I think it's I'm not necessarily consuming a lot of theater generally right now at all actually because uh, I'm watching a lot of Desperate Housewives. But um, <laughs> I'm also doing, like, a course, which I'm, like, super excited about um, with New York Film Academy. So, like, that's sort of replaced my sort of consumption. I mean, it's not necessarily replaced it, because, like, I'm still... I'm consuming the theater, musical theater in, like, through a different lens at this moment. You know what I mean? Like being told like hey go listen to this song and practice it or whatever and um go research this musical that kind of thing but like it's not i'm not like actively watching a lot of theater stuff but like bombshell coming out and hamilton coming out and all of that that's that's awesome and i will be consuming those things but yeah oh and the bombshell thing is happening the very same day as the ben platt thing so my Wednesday is going to be fucking good <laughs> um, after ballet class or whatever ballet is brutal man it's brutal well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I don't mind um, anyway but yeah those are my obsessions um, and that I guess brings us to the end of it the does. episode thank you for listening and uh, you it huh. I haven't really been posting on social media. Um, As you heard, (laughs) I'm busy. And even if I wasn't busy, I've been locked down and I feel just like, blah, about it. But I'm like trying. Like, I promise you, it's not that I like have been like, fuck Instagram and Twitter. (laughs) Twitter especially. (laughs) Um, It's just that I haven't been posting that much. But you can still follow us and I will be posting soon. Um, I'm going to probably do like a huge spam of all the stuff that I should have been posting um, over the next Week or so, and so it'll just be like seven thousand posts to replace. No, not to replace them. Just the seven thousand posts that hasn't been te- posted all this time. Anyway, follow us on those social media: <laughs> Twitter and Instagram at TMMTMM podcast um, on Tumblr at Tell Me More Tell Me More Podcast You can email us about literally anything or whatever um, at mm-hmm. Tell Me More Tell Me More Podcast at gmail.com um, we have a Patreon we haven't posted on it recently but there are some extra episodes if you want to go listen it's a pay what you can community so come in and do what you pay whatever you can or want and uh, you can access some stuff we might maybe do something I don't know soon probably <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, well we,
1: we have we, ha- we got thoroughly disrupted by quarantine I'm not gonna lie yeah. guys <laughs> it's, it's yeah. a horrible situation we were meant yeah. to, um, we were meant to do things that have not happened. Yeah. Have interviews with people that have not happened. Yeah, um,
0: so, so it's like, it's, 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 ah, it's a lot. But we'll figure out stuff to do, um, and po- post on there so you guys have extra content. Those of you who are, will be on our Patreon. And maybe we'll do some, like, um, non-pay stuff for, like, people who don't pay (laughs) just so you can get a taste of what goes on on the Patreon altogether um, anyway, but uh, outside of that you can listen to our favorite songs from every episode, including this one um, on Spotify if you follow TMM TMM Podcast um, the account and not the podcast itself you will find um playlists 2018 2019 and 2020 faves and even the our favorite songs from this musical will be in our 2020 playlist so yeah head on over um but anyway we will catch you in the next one until then i have been your host leah
1: and i've been your host adicia
0: and this has been tell me more tell me more goodbye
1: Goodbye!